When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All the movies for 2022, well, almost, are over, but here on uh, Poetry Recaps Theater, Year in Review, we're just getting started celebrating. Uh, it's a 2022 Year in Review podcast series. All month long, PSR is looking back one last time on some of the very best movies, in this case, of the year. And you can check out the full 2022 in Review series by subscribing at PoetryRecaps.com slash 2022 in Review. I am Ariel, and today we were talking about these incredible movies, the impact that they had on 2022, and on our souls inside. Uh, I'm host by my co-chief film critic. It is Grace. How are you doing, Grace? I'm great. The movies are over, all of them, except the ones that we haven't watched yet. But the rest or of them are over yet. Yes, that's true. Recap, yeah. A uh, good movie year, I think. Uh, our first full year of podcasting. Post wow. recap theater. We're getting so big. I know. I know. We finally have figured it out. We're not doing multiple movies at a time. We're starting uh, to walk. Like, we don't have to hold yeah. on to this, the walls anymore as much. Although, I think for us, rest in peace, uh, Jungle Cruise, Green Knight, Pig Combo. Best. <laughs> first pod that we ever did on Post recap theater. First and arguably best. <laughs> I think so, too. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, we're here. What a fun movie year. Even if people aren't going to the movies, although we're saying this on the precipice of Avatar Way of Water. So to, to like peek into the behind the curtain, we're recording this on Thursday, December 15th. I'm going to see Avatar tonight. I believe you're going to see it tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Yeah. First. Thing. Yeah. And so, um, you know, people did go see Top Gun Maverick, but I do think people are going to go see Avatar Way of Water, but they didn't see anything else in the movies all year. It's possible. Like these are the, you know, you and I, but I think mostly you have gotten into this in our uh, Pusher Recaps Theater pods a bunch. But like, you know, what are the movies that are attracting people? And we'll get into all that stuff. Um, But yeah, it's uh, this is we'll we'll see, like you said about Avatar, but it feels like that is going to be 
regardless of how it does and it already seems like it's doing well in like early international stuff uh box office numbers but it's definitely going to be a headline uh, do you know do you know what the prediction is for avatar way of water the opening weekend numbers have you seen this um i think that whatever the pandora currency is they're going to make 17 billion of those it's uh 525 million dollars, which is 125 million dollars more than the last uh the biggest opening weekend of all time. So yeah, the oh, Avatar is so gonna be pretty big. Opening weekend is already on the re- on track to beat any other opening weekend. Of all time. Yes, <laughs> no <Exactly>. big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. James Cameron yeah. has done it again. Uh, he did but it. before we start talking about all these movies, including. Uh, well, not including Avatar, but you know, it's in the news, so we're going to mention it again. Uh, yeah. We want to let you know that Pusher Recaps has an audience survey running all month long hmm. to learn more about you. That's you, the listener, what you're watching, what you're listening to besides us, and what you want to see more of on the podcast in 2023. Head over to pusherrecaps.com slash survey2022 to weigh in and help us make the podcast the best it can possibly be heading into this incredible new year. Again, that's posterrecaps.com slash survey 2022. Act now and you get free delivery. Wow. I will say I would love I would love to hear people's thoughts specifically um, on on our movie coverage because I think we I, I personally have been having existential crises about when movies come out and people don't go watch it. And we are very like big. We we kind of mostly cover movies that are in theaters. And mm-hmm. so um, that's how that's, you know, how we kind of formulate our podcast and right. yet um that's not how other people are watching movies so i'd be very interested yeah, that's true in hearing uh, uh people's thoughts on push recaps theater uh, i mean be kind be kind we're, <laughs> doing, we're trying our best but of course I mean, be yourselves i guess but yes be kind <laughs> for some people uh but uh yeah no i think that's that's a good point and certainly there there are those that uh mostly just watch on streaming on tv on their phones and uh we we would still love to hear from those people as well Pusher recaps theater is it exists in your heart not just at the theaters Mm. movies yeah so where does that leave us we started talking about movies in 2022 i mentioned you know the movies that are doing the best is there is there anything else like i mean besides i'm trying to think it's like top gun for sure one of if not the biggest headline certainly before all this avatar kerfuffle uh-huh marvel i guess and horror what else is there i don't know what was memorable about this movie year for for you what like sticks in your like you know i have a super a superlative later that's like a thing you, you movie you can't stop thinking about but i right. think like if you're thinking about the movies that we covered this year like what what sticks in your head is like incredibly memorable i mean for sure, Top Gun. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just, I mean, just to start out with, it has to be said again for many reasons that we that we covered you and I on our podcast about it, and you know, a lot of people talked about, it and it was out forever and ever and ever. It just got re released. It literally this yep. morning was like the final showing of the re release uh, schedule. I think. Um, I think that one of the things, one of the things that stands out to me is like how surprised I was at what did stick like with, Mm -hmm. with some exceptions, like we're, you know, we're all Marvel is always going to be in the conversation even as it quote unquote kind of goes through a transition period, I think is, is a generous uh, way to way to put it as far as like how people consider it and what it's capable of. But, you know, we talk about the horror stuff the the movies that stick out to me the most and and i guess even including top gun in this case is like the movies that surprised me the most and by that i mean not just twists but surprised me at how much i enjoyed them so like barbarian comes to mind top gun comes to mind um even even like violent night like the movies that i kind of underestimated or had no Mm. expectations for I think are and and the and then surprised me and made me laugh or cry or feel anything. I mm-hmm. I think those that's that's what sticks out to me. Uh, I think like top top of the top of the list. Yeah, I actually year. feel like although the two biggest box of actually I think one, two, and three will end up being Avatar, Top Gun, and uh, Jurassic uh, World, um, which are all existing IP. 
but I think there were so many good movies this year that were not based on existing IP. And I actually think it's a little bit, I don't want to say it's frustrating. I, th- I think like, I, I think I heard this phrase somewhere that like, I'm a little bit nostalgic for a thing that I have to just like live with the idea that like people aren't going to go to movies. Like it's totally fine over this past weekend. Uh, not the weekend that this is really so previous weekend. Uh, uh, the Fablemans and Banshees of Inisherin and Bones and All are all on video on demand. So they had a very short cinema release, and then you can go watch it. And I actually think the future of, I think what movie studios and they they don't really want to do this. They kind of want to have both their cake and eat it too. But I feel like what they need to move into is the like if you watched like. I don't know if Banshees is the best example of this, but like you might watch something at your home. Like that was pretty good. Maybe I would go watch it in theaters. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but I feel like the simul release, I feel like needs to happen because I feel like what's happening is like, I really loved Fablemans and I love Tar and I love Banshees of Inisherin. And like, I feel like nobody knows these movies exist. It's not just that people aren't going to see them. It's, it's not even like they're in, conversation for movies that people are talking about unless you're really in the movie space which i think you and i are and there's many of our listeners and like discord users who are but like i was chatting with rob sesternino about fablemans and i was like it's one of the best movies of the year i think steven spielberg he's amazing and he's like oh how do i go see it i was like you gotta go to the movies he's like absolutely not i'm not going to the movies (laughs) so i don't don't get it (laughs) so i think that like this idea that like you know, people are streaming more things than ever. So there's less like ads. And I'm, you know, I don't know. I, I just feel like there were so many good movies this year. And I feel like it's a little disappointing. And that the, the, I feel like TV has really overtaken movies in a way in terms of what becomes conversational. Yeah. Um, I feel like way more movie or TV shows this year were topics of conversation like House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, and Severance, uh, Better Call Saul. In a way that just like I think only two movies this year have done mm-hmm. in Top Gun and, and then Avatar is going to do. Nope, a little bit the Jordan Peelification of mm-hmm. you know a summer blockbuster. The sun, there was really no summer blockbuster because Top Gun just like was successful all summer long. Right. Um, but the one for me, like the thing I think should be celebrated the most is everything everywhere all at once. It was such mm-hmm. a unique movie had this phenomenal cast uh is like some of the best writing i've seen in a movie in a long time i feel like actually was getting people to go to the movies but also still isn't a big i feel like it's not really a big and i feel like the there's also this thing of like we're nearing the end of the year and what the movies that are coming out now are the oscar bait movies that are eventually going to lead to the oscar nominations and then we'll see and that's where i think movies kind of like have a moment again for a bit uh, when the nominations come out and then the, the ceremony. And I feel like the unfortunate thing is everything everywhere all at once might struggle based on the time of year it was released. Yeah. But I guess my just point is like, there were so many good movies this year. There's so many good movies that I wish people watched. <laughs> that we, that we both wish people watched. And, I, and yeah. I, you, you made a couple of great points. And I think the, the point about the streaming, you know, kind of the simulcast versus the the you know limited in in movies and then screening or some combination of of that. You know, I think we're still kind of in the in the wild west of that post you know uh, quarantine twenty twenty when things were a little bit more. There was like a switch that was pulled, and then you know people kind of HBO Max did a simulcast, and everybody else kind of adjusted and fell in line. But yeah. there is, I think, for the most part people will watch it's hard to get the way i see it it's hard to get people to go to the movies after they've already had the chance to see it in on streaming like for sure you're gonna see Mm -hmm. it first if you can if you want to if you hear about it's good whatever the reason maybe that you go to the movies and then want to rewatch it at home like there's that barrier to entry on the other side you know just kind of like it's it and it makes sense right people don't want to you make it easy for people and they're just going to you know choose the easy thing uh usually myself included and i feel like uh, having both though drives people to the so there's this thing of like when the movies in conversation it's like oh i heard it's good it's like where can i watch it's like oh you could watch it on hbo max but also you could go to the theaters mm-hmm. i feel like would help 
the movie yeah because i think yeah. and this goes a little bit back to your point of like the way tv stays in conversation longer which i think partially has to do with you know the the release model and things kind of like building over time and it having like a little bit more runway but also if it's on a streaming service people are just gonna see it like see mm-hmm. it pop up see ads about it and you're like oh every if like let's say everything all at once everything everywhere all at once had been uh simul released people would have heard about it also to a previous point of yours of like some people just don't hear about movies people would have heard yeah. about the movie seeing that it was on streaming done research about it and maybe decided to go see it in theaters right um so i think i think that totally makes sense and it's like the the stream i guess like the streaming service as an advertisement for the fact that the movie is out i hadn't really thought about that but that yeah. kind of makes sense was top gun maverick the movie you had the most fun seeing this year Uh, and specifically, an you have to pick one of the times you watched it. Well, well, I was going to say, yeah, I think for sure, pound for pound, because I saw it so many times. Yeah. The the answer would be yes. But if I'm just considering, um, like, let's say the first time that I saw it or the second time, which would probably be like the the times that were most enjoyable. I'm trying mm-hmm. to look through through my short list here. It's definitely up there. I mean, there were very few movies uh, that got close to. Oh, I have one. I have one. I had I had a pretty fun enough. time at Jackass Forever. Gotta say, Jackass Forever w- is on my list of like surprises that I mentioned yeah. at the beginning. Like that it's one, I was actually expecting to like dislike a great deal or just yeah. be kind of turned off by certain things, and it was a blast. And yeah. seeing it in a theater with people with fans who kind of were feeling it and were enjoying it similar to me definitely heightened the experience and there was something nostalgic about it uh that's up there for sure yeah i think everywhere all everything everywhere all once is the other one that was like just really fun um when we talked about it there's like a couple scenes in the movie that are so surreal um uh, and I, I, I don't know how much we're spoiling movies, but uh, like a no, the node, uh, the nod to Disney, a specific Disney Pixar movie mm-hmm. comes to mind, a scene with a couple of rocks and not the rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, all just stuff that like, I don't know, it was so fun. It was, I was in an, a full theater both times I watched it and just as people were catching on to what was happening and the sort of laughing about the end of the scene, like everybody's laughing and then also, and then also crying. It was so fun. Um, Top Gun Maverick for sure was super fun, and the Jackass Forever are probably my most fun movie experience. So I'm looking at my letterboxed, and the only movies this year, see, now I went to December. The only movies this year that I saw that I gave four and a half to four and a half or over, yeah, uh, that weren't rewatches. Like, you know, I saw like Lord of the Rings in theaters in January and like certain things that I had already seen. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. count those that are mm-hmm. older. Uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is one of the only movies that I gave. And you speaking of rocks, you were just talking about rocks. Yeah. It, you know, a shell is perhaps a kind of rock. That movie was incredible in its simplicity and how profound it was and how sweet and positive and loving the message ultimately was coming out of it and yes there was sadness too but again super surprising and kind of like a sh- like a punch in the gut in the best way of just like positive emotion almost like um i don't know like a like a season one ted lasso kind of vibe of just mm-hmm. like positivity and goodness and and not overly saccharine where it felt cheap or artificial uh, that movie, I've been recommending that movie a lot, actually, uh, the last couple of months. Every once in a while, somebody will ask me, and like, and I, and I, if I know them well enough to know that they would like that kind of thing, because I think that that movie isn't really for everyone, even though it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good movie. That unfortunately, I don't think is streaming anywhere that I can. Uh, follow. Uh, I had some friends watch it. Uh, uh, friends, a neighbor down the street asked me what movie I should, and he's like, "Susie, do you have any kids?" Reckon I was like, "Yeah, if you, like I think Marce- it might be a bit sad, but Marcella show shoes on, and they loved it." So, um, it looks like it's it available video- to rent. It's a yeah, yeah, it's VOD, so it's available to rent for not for not very much money. Uh, I see like three ninety nine, four ninety nine okay. in the states. What else did you give four and a half or more to? Because I I have I have a I have a fair few. After Sun, which is a recent one. Yes, I have After Sun. I gave four four and a half. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
it's a four. Some of these, it's like, mm, I really should have given that a four and a half. Uh, no, I know this is where I'm like uh, looking at some of my my stuff and, and reevaluating. But uh, uh-huh. yeah, Gravity was a rewatch. Um, everything everywhere all at once. Um, I, I also gave I gave it four and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw the Beatles get back. The they did like a just a, I didn't watch the series, but they released I. Th- think a piece of it it's called the beatles colon get back the rooftop yes. concert which is just yes. like the rooftop i think concert. it's the last episode i think yeah. okay um with the, the world's worst policeman he's hilarious yeah. <laughs> i guess hilarious yeah and uh the rest are all rewatches like lord of the rings and contact and stuff like that wow i have a few that i gave this year so i gave uh my highest rated movie it's it, this is one that stuck with me a lot mm. is le petit maman um which is a french movie it's like under 90 minutes it's so freaking cute i don't want to spoil it um no. but it's definitely worth watching it's not long at all and it's so cute um and then that's that's i gave actually petit maman five stars which i don't know if I would maintain that, but that's okay. But that's then, what you were feeling at the time. And that's how I defend my rating sometimes. It's like, that's yes. just how I was feeling. And I was honest about it. And then from 2022, I also gave Marcel uh, uh, four and a half. I gave everything everywhere all at once. Uh, a four and a half after Sun, four and a half. And then my other ones that uh, I've not mentioned is uh, The Northman. I love that movie. Banshees of Inisherin, Tar, RRR, and The Fablemans are all my other top four and a half movies uh which maybe i'm more liberal with my four and a half well i'm i'm i think i'm i'm very harsh so i think it's somewhere probably in between fair enough yeah Um, but yeah those are those are all good movies i mean i think oh and woman talking those were all i gave all of those fours if i'm I'm like all you know the ones that you mentioned that i didn't so it's not like you know there's a there's a wide disparity i think usually we're we're mostly in agreement emotionally and it's just like uh degrees of 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 differences for a variety of personal reasons yeah um any any five-star movies no just i gave the petite mama five stars but i not right, right, didn't yeah, give anything the rest of those are all four and a half i think if i'm re-looking at i did what i re- did rewatch women talking recently uh mm-hmm. comes out december 23rd i think i could bump that up pr- probably um i think banshees i could have bumped up uh uh if i'm if i'm thinking about it and yeah i really like after sun but I don't know. I, I really don't know if actually anything from 2022 gets five stars. No, me. I will share I'd probably my, even bump down my pussy mom. I will about. share I will share my my one five star for the year, even though yes. it wasn't a movie from this year. But I yes. just, you know, I want to be I want to be honest with yes. our with our listeners and with you, my, my co-host. Good. Thank you. Uh it's uh I wanna see the year. I'm finding oh Pride and Prejudice from 2005. Oh. <laughs> Yes, okay. The music is just incredible. Wham's Gam. The Wham's Gams. It's really the music. Like the music is is incredible. And I would probably just give the music itself five stars. So, yeah. But, um, but a really good movie because then there's a bunch of stuff that I like put just below that that I thought was like really good. So like the menu and Bones and All, Triangle of Sadness, mm-hmm. Cha Cha Real Smooth, Causeway. Uh, there's. You know, there's a lot. There's I gave a lot of Scream. Good I gave Scream four stars because okay. the new Scream because it made yeah. me so happy. Uh, the Batman. Nope. The Pearl. Batman. Yeah. yeah. Pearl. See, look at this. Look at this year. Look at this bountiful bounty. <laughs> that <we have. laughs> yeah, there's a lot of horror, and then capitalism is bad. Movies about movies, superhero movies, <laughs> and then other. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Moon Age yeah. Daydream, the David Bowie documentary. I haven't watched it, but I uh, I, I am going to watch it soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Is there any other? Was there any? Uh, uh, I recently we talked about this. I went to go. Uh, maybe we didn't talk about it on pod, but I, I recently did see All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. I know you talked about it on the pod. Um, really good documentary. Um, I haven't seen a ton of docs this year. Yes. But, yeah. Yes, yes. That was that was very enjoyable. Uh, a little a little polarizing, I believe. Um, most likely, but um. Yeah, that's that's our yeah, our five stars or our five stars ish. Yeah, ish. Yeah, 
close. Yeah. I might try. I've been wanting to do a, a full movie day where I watch a bunch of movies. I have a lot of time off around the holidays. And uh, I was looking next week because it's my big week off before the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I've pretty much seen everything that's in theaters at the moment. Like, even if I go to the little indie so theaters, every, it's like everywhere nothing. all at once. Mm-hmm. But so I was thinking about movies. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about maybe doing like a Discord marathon day where I just watch like four of my favorite movies from the year. But we'll show, oh, see. yes. Yeah. Like instead of doing it alone at a movie theater, you could do it in the Discord. You could do both. Both, and then I could do both like, at the same time and do like a book report. Oh, like you're watching a movie uh-huh. and then you're also like broadcasting on the Discord a different movie that you're only half paying attention to. That's right. That's right. Incredible. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like great work for your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Be great. Well, I rated Scream pretty low. That's too bad. Do you know what? I did. No, I shouldn't admit how I watched it. I did watch it. <laughs> I did watch it. Under questionable circumstances, I remember now. (laughs) That was during a a COVID lockdown where all the movie theaters were closed. So I'll just say, yeah, the way I watched it, questionable. It was was not the way of water. It was something less pure. That's right. That's right. Oh, and how can we forget? We've got to give one shout out to Morbius. Um, (laughs) Do we? What are we we shouting out about that movie? Did I say, have I said my Morbius story on pod? I don't know if I have. Um, I don't know. So let me share. Let me share my Morbius story. I think story. you did. I'm not sure. Did I? I That's fine. Whatever. Uh, if if I asleep. didn't, tag me in the Discord and I'll tell my. I'm it involves my falling story. asleep, I think. It does involve falling asleep. <laughs> I've told you for sure. I just don't know if I've, told the, if I've shared with the listeners. Yeah. I, I have a vague memory of a microphone, but yeah. who am I to say? Yeah. Um, yeah, a very good year. I feel it feels very artsy. Like it, I think because uh, this joke that like people don't go to the movies, even though people are actually watching these movies once they come out. Um, I know I have a lot of you know a lot of people been following me on Letterboxd. So I know people are watching these movies. Um, but it does feel like there's a there is a like sort of an underground artsiness. I think to 2022 as well, and I think especially uh, like I joked about Morbius, but the Marvel movies were mostly misses. I think um, I, I think you certainly could say Black Panther: Wakanda Forever was was pretty well received and they made money but i don't know that any right. of the other ones are critically acclaimed at all and so i think marvel stuff being in a little bit of a weird moment um was too bad because I, it felt like people yeah weren't necessarily going out to see other stuff but you know between like the menu made a bunch of money barbarian made you know made its money back smile had a good you know i know these are like this is some horror stuff everything everywhere all at once having a good run yeah, it, it does feel like there was a bit of like an artsy moment to the movies this year in 2022. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like movies are in a healthy place. Open. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I think movies are in a healthy place. I was trying to like, I'm like Letterboxd, please sort the Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't yeah. want to do that. Um, yeah, but to your point, that's Black Panther is definitely the only one that I can remember right now that I can think of. Besides, so like, Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah. Thor, Doctor Strange. Thunder. Yeah. Doctor was Strange. Eternals 2022? Or was that 2021? I think that was end of 2021. I really liked Eternals. So, uh, you know, I think, yes. yeah. That's your that's your 2021 hot take. Right. But next year, I feel like there's a bunch of stuff. There's, uh, you know, there's a lot of Oppenheimer news uh, uh, going around right yeah, now. Barbie. Exploded. That news exploded. Indiana Jones 5. Like, I think there's some stuff next year that uh, could be really fun. The Mario movie comes out next year. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. There's some stuff to look forward to. Mario yeah. movie, probably going to be my only five-star that's review right. of 2023. I'm calling that's it right. out. That's right. No. That's got to be. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? 
Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, conditions apply. See website for details. Should we move on to some superlatives? Let's do it. I think that makes sense. Um, most valuable movie. I think we talked about this a little bit. Yeah, this, this is like a very this is a, like a very specific. I think this one's more emotional, right, or more personal. Well, I think you could take it however you want. I think for for us, it should be whatever is sort of like gave us the most value in 2022. Mm-hmm. I think, and I I think there's a very easy argument for Top Gun Maverick at the moment, just from from that we kept joking that it saved movies, but then it didn't really actually seem to. Tom save Cruise movies. wasn't joking when he said it. I know. But then it didn't actually really seem to say movies because then it seemed like movies were dead again. And then now well, James Cameron might have killed movies after it left theaters. Yeah, they had to keep re-releasing it until Avatar comes out. <laughs> right. and, it's, yeah. like, it's like they were doing uh uh they were like resuscitating it with a defibrillator. Like they were like, we need to re-release Top Gun right now to activate the movies. Again. That's right. That's right. Um, this is tough. I would give this. There's a movie that I really want to give this to, which I think is Women Talking is is the best movie of 2022. Um, it's just not out yet, so I feel like it's a bit of a cop out answer to 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 give it at the moment. But it's very very good. I think what it's trying to say is like so good. I can't wait for people to watch it. I can't wait to talk about it on the podcast. So then my other choice, I think, is Everything Everywhere All at Once because I feel like it was the without prior IP having a very unique like cast in terms of um, Michelle Yeoh, like getting to be the star of the movie. Uh, uh, It was so absurd. It was so funny. Um, And I feel like before Top Gun Maverick had its moment, it did feel like everything everywhere all at once was having its moment. And I feel like if we could capture some of that energy for other movies, that's what we need even more than Top Gun Maverick. Like Top Gun Maverick, well, I don't want to admit it. It is previous IP. It is a sequel. And it is Tom Cruise, the last living movie star. And so I feel like everything, everywhere, all at once is the more surprising thing for me. And therefore, um, that's why I'm going to give it most valuable movie of 2022 is everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't think I said this, but I actually gave it a four and a half. I don't think I identified. Okay. No, you did. You did. did. Okay. I did it. Okay. I was like, wow, that's a, I misrepresented Uh that. Um, I, I'm going to go. I'm gonna pick my Gabler. No, I'm sorry, too soon. Uh, I oh. am gonna. I'm gonna say what what I I said before. I think yeah. most valuable for me as far as like ability to do good in the world. I think it's Marcel the Shell. Oh, like I, I thought you were going Top Gun. Oh, wow. I can't. No, no. And everyone knows. Everyone everywhere all at once knows <laughs> how much I enjoy Top Gun. It is. It is now. It has moved into like. I think it has moved. Moved now. Moved past parody. And yes. onto like, I don't know, hyperbole, myth, something, something else, uh, more, uh, I don't know, that would live on in a more substantial way. But Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Every time I think about it, it makes yeah, me smile. Okay. Yeah, I think it's it has it carries a lot of power. Yeah, in how it can make people feel, and I already talked about it, but I think I think that's I think that's mine, and and. Any excuse to recommend it to people, I will. I will take whether on pod or off mic. So, what 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 is the line when Marcel is up is kind of frustrated with the person who signs their email? Like, what is he upset? What what, what is the? Thing? Oh yeah, he's like uh, peace uh, and love or whatever. Peace. <laughs> he's like, what? I'm gonna sign off war. <laughs> God, I love that movie. It's so good. It's so, so good. good. I need to rewatch it. I need to rewatch it. Yeah, it's adorable. Yeah, that's that's one of. I know people people already know that I like to go to the movies and see things multiple times, but I did, I did get to see that a second time and it was, it was well, well worth it. Mm-hmm. I look forward uh, to seeing it again one day. Yes. What maybe else? in the discord, maybe um, in the discord. don't tease. Yeah. Um, okay. Least valuable movie. Oh. And I, I mean, this basically as like, and I think the thing, I don't want to just crap on a bad movie, but I think I want something actually in my, <laughs> in my head was something that you actually had some expectations for that just like disappointed in a, in a, in a way. Um, I have a couple. So Amsterdam is certainly one that I was like, 
I thought it would be so up my alley and it just was not very good. Um, one movie that actually, I don't know if we, we went back and forth about like whether we promoted that we were going to do this, but we talked about covering empire of light and Olivia Coleman is my favorite actress. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't like this movie. I think she's totally great. She's great in the movie. Mm -hmm. She has nothing working for her nothing going for her uh it's a complete nothing burger of a movie i don't know why they they made it i feel i want to just scrub it from olivia coleman's imdb um because really that movie should be should be good it's like olivia coleman like crying in a movie theater like yeah that should be fun but it was not fun um i actually forgot to rate it i'm rating it right now i forgot to rate it that's how much i was like oh yeah. um, um I Amsterdam for sure. Like I have to repeat yeah. Amsterdam because if yeah. we're taking least valuable, literally, yeah, there's so much just like emptiness and, yeah. you know, I always try to say this. It just sounds like a line that I'm reading, but like people work on these movies, they work hard. You know, yeah, no, yeah, like no shade yeah. to people behind the scenes, especially more so than even the actors. But like th this movie just felt kind of lifeless to me and like soulless, yeah. and it just it's i kind of just felt bad for everyone involved because it yeah. didn't only some people seemed like they were having fun i certainly wasn't having fun the guy who walked out of the theater after 20 minutes <laughs> and never came back because i saw him walk out yeah. with his jacket never wasn't having fun yeah um and yeah i had this like uh, man who was like oh god as soon as the lights came on <laughs> like, that was bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh-huh it's just and to your point about like expectations specifically that cast you kind of expected at best something oh. like decent or fun like those big names uh christian bale margot, margot robbie, robbie john david washington, uh, john david did, washington. Did, did she just save her good performance for babylon is that for babylon she was like i'm gonna tank babylon i mean excuse me i'm gonna yeah, tank amsterdam. amsterdam for sure and it's like from a to b a is amsterdam b is babylon by the time i get to b i'm gonna be all coked up like coked in up, those trailers yeah. for Babylon. <laughs> that's right um the other one i thought was not very good was the gray man uh which i feel like is just sort of representative of like the bad netflix movies that are being made at the moment of like uh and netflix has some good movies actually i did a double feature of two netflix movies last night at the movies i went to go see a tiff i went to go see a, t a tiff bell Lightbox, uh, the theater in toronto i saw matilda the musical and I saw White Noise, which I thought yeah. both were pretty good. And so oh, like, you like White could... Noise? See, I have to see that. I, so yeah, I, I, it's very. There's some parts that like really don't work for me, mm -hmm. but the stuff that does work, I think, is very good. Um, and so yeah, I feel like these are like two swings and they hit. And then there's like they're like, what? Well, let's do the Gray Man and Red Notice. And I'm like, these are not good or fun. Why are we doing these ones? But what's Red Notice? Red Notice. Red Notice was the Rock and Ron Reynolds. Oh no no no! I don't know what that is. Oh, um, I... It's the most. It was the most expensive Netflix yeah, movie no, ever it, made. It's coming to me, but I definitely sequel, didn't see I it because coming. I don't think I could be wrong, but I don't think they released it in theaters first. Um, but they released a lot of other things, so maybe I'm wrong. But speaking of theaters, I actually loved The Gray Man. I saw it in a theater. Oh yeah, you saw it, and theaters. it was exactly yeah. what I wanted it to be. And seeing, it, I had so much fun. Uh, I agree. Certainly, as far as like this movie isn't like bringing anything new, but I think uh, in a way that Amsterdam was unsuccessful, this one had a cast that I really liked having a lot of fun with a script that was probably beneath them. But only Chris I, Evans I had as fun. much <laughs> I had as much fun as everyone else seemed to have be having fun. And anytime I see Jessica Henwick in a movie ever since she was in the new Matrix movie, I'm I'm going to give you some of my money. So the the um, Red Notice has two sequels coming. They're being filmed back to back. No, no, no. Uh, no. The Gray Man <laughs> has a sequel and a spinoff happening. Stop. Be still my heart. Yeah. yeah. I so. can only see it in theaters clearly because seeing it on TV, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like it as much. I mean, it was like big and whatever, but the movie, there's just nothing to the movie other than Chris Evans having fun playing the bad guy. Chris like, Evans and knives it, out too. It is yeah. one of the. It is. <laughs> This is crazy. I would say I'm trying to like quantify it. I would say it's probably like top four Ryan Gosling performances. Wow. <laughs> Somebody didn't watch the Mickey Mouse Club. Am I insane? Uh, no, let's look at it. Let's look. At it. Okay. So, so I mean, uh, okay. So Blade Runner, do you like Blade Runner? 
I mean, he's not very. I like Blade Runner. I mean, he's, he's. I guess he's I can not see like this. the highlight of Blade. I Runner, guess I can but. see this because, like, yeah, he's in the Notebook. Uh, he's great. He's in, the in Drive. He's great in La La Land. He's in the you Big know, Short. Your he's in La La Land. La La Land in general, but I think he's great in it. He he's Neil Armstrong and First Man. I don't know. He's gonna be Ken and Barbie. That I think that's gonna right shoot right up to the top. Speaking I, of I, that's that there uh there is a preview uh, or excuse me there is a uh teaser right? a teaser of Barbie that is premiered exclusively in theaters. So if you want uh, to see it, I think to, you have to go to theaters. I think if you're going to Avatar there's a a Barbie teaser and an uh, an Oppenheimer teaser I believe uh if you're going yes. to the movie. Yeah. I so I do kind of think like I I like Ryan Gosling but I do think he he's very much like uh, he kind of plays the same thing a lot which is like um good-looking guy who's a little bit quiet because this is his role so i think yeah and going back to expectations and i agree with what you just said a little bit going back to expectations i when i saw chris evans and ryan gosling were in this movie i expected the opposite i expected like okay chris evans it's basically like ryan gosling was playing in this movie ryan gosling was playing a little bit more way closer to captain america and whereas uh chris evans was playing like I don't know, closer to like the Joker. And I just, and it, it fit, it fit Ryan, that shoe fit Ryan Gosling more than, and way better than the other shoe fit on Chris Evans, if that makes sense. Yeah, maybe I needed to see uh, the gray man in theaters because uh, on my TV. I'll bring you next time. I'm going to, okay. I'll, I'll FaceTime. <laughs> okay, great. Great. $200 million for the gray man. Anyway, Listen. whatever. doesn't matter. I, it's not my money. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Be- this one's hard. I don't. I this is really have no hard. What I'm going to say? Best oh, character. I'm... Best character. Uh, okay, I have a cup. I have a couple. I think so. I think that um, uh, 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 Parik from uh, Banshees of Inisherin. I think, and also uh, 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 what's what's Barry Kogan's uh, uh, character in uh, Banshees of Inisherin? I also loved him. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Oh, no, that's fine. Uh, a Dominic in Banshees of Inisherin. Um, in everything, everywhere, all at once. I think there's a few you can go with. You can go with Waymond, uh, or you could go with. Well, yeah, that's probably Waymond is my favorite from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Mm-hmm. Um, what else can you go with? Uh, obviously, Elvis from Elvis. No, oh, Tom Hanks. In... No, Grace. I will end the pod right now. <laughs> um, Hong Chow in the menu, and then in, also in the um, I was gonna say in the whale, which I don't think you've seen. I have not um, seen. No, it's but not, they're not. They're not releasing it in Canada until the twenty first. Incredible. So That's unfair. But I'm glad you're getting to see it uh, sh- relatively soon. Um, Abigail from Triangle of Sadness as well. She's incredible yeah. in the whale. I just have to repeat that. Okay. Yes. Oh, uh, sorry, and then and then Abigail from Triangle of Sadness. I thought was Abigail incredible. the Queen. We stand. Um, I don't want to spoil it because it's coming uh later this month in a, in a, about a week's time. But there's some really good characters in Knives Out too. I think in Glass yes. Onion. Yes, I think I, I think, think you could actually do like a SAG Awards and just like kind of give that whole ensemble like a piece of best character. I agree. Um. That's probably if I'm oh the that the man from men. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. That's creepo depot. The monster from Nope. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably those are probably front runners for me there. Um yeah. Uh, I think um let's see, I had one that I forgot it. Definitely I gotta, you know, Top Gun Maverick. I have to call out Hangman, uh, mm-hmm. Glenn Powell, who plays Hangman. Mm-hmm. Just an incredible character and a character that you're not supposed to like for the most part, and you do end up liking mostly because of his performance and how he plays it. Like, you really, really, yeah. really saves, uh, maybe not saves that character, but like blows that character out of the water in a way that. You know, I think other actors may not have been able to. He he wanted to be. Uh, he w- it, which just makes it so much better. Yeah. He tried out for Rooster. Yeah, it's and incredible. he didn't get it. And Tom Cruise was like, "Hey, hey, buddy, come here, yeah. come here. Yeah, let me, let me tell you something. You want to be Hangman?" And he's like, "What?" And yeah. then now look at him. Uh, um, I gotta call out Marcel's grandma. Yes, sell the shell with shoes yes. on. Agreed. Uh, another shell who is played by Isabella Rossellini, another queen. Yes. Very, very lovely. A beautiful, beautiful, lovely character. Uh, Santa from Violent Night. 
<laughs> and then also um, Pedro Pascal in The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I thought was really fun. Um, I will call out my... Uh, I got to put on my like artsy-fartsy hat and call out Salma Hayek was a director. So there was a movie called Official Competition, which yeah. was like a small movie. It was mostly in Spanish. And... I really enjoyed it, but I want to call out Salma Hayek's character specifically. In the movie, she plays a director, mm -hmm. and she's like somewhere between eccentric and unhinged, and mm -hmm. seeing her in like a curly red wig getting to play this character was definitely like a super, super enjoyable experience for me. Okay. Um, the I won't spoil this, but the monster from Barbarian, I would like to give a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> The bad thing, the bad person in Barbarian, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I want to give a shout out to to the wedding that is probably coming between the monster in Barbarian and yes. the monster in yes. Smile. Yes, agreed. I, I want. Agreed. I'm shipping. It. I'm shipping it. <laughs> I agree. Um, all right, I'll give my actual vote to. I think probably, probably Waymond from Everything Everywhere All at Once. I think um although he's I, definitely I, one of the best things about that movie yeah, yeah especially when he you know has a little bit of, you know he dresses a certain way i'll say that oh yeah yeah so, classy oh, waymond yeah excuse me yeah <laughs> wait a minute. Wh which way did you come in from <laughs> yeah um oh god who am i who am i gonna give my vote to i think i'm gonna give it to to isabella rossellini who plays uh mm. Or at least to the character that she plays, Grandma uh, Connie. I remembered. Yes, mm. Grandma Connie. Ugh. Just made me feel wow. so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Ooh, this one's a fun one. Okay, next. Best horror movie. We love, we love the we love this year in horror, as we already said. Lots of surprises in horror, both jump scare surprises and successful movie surprises. What you got? Well, Let's, because I think I do feel like there's a pretty leading, there's a pretty big leading candidate. So should we run through the 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 candidates, sort of? Because sure. I I think I think you have Smile, uh, I think you have X and Pearl. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You consider yeah, Nope, and 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 Barbarian. Uh, yeah, I think you, yeah. I think you can I think you can include Nope. Um, I think those are uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. Maybe is in contention. A maybe. Bit. Yeah, not like quite like true horror, but definitely has a lot of like horror elements. I'm looking through my list. I'm trying to. Bones and all, I guess, is considered a horror movie. Definitely is horrific in parts. Um... Uh, I haven't seen this one, but people uh, talk up Speak No Evil as a Shutter exclusive. Uh, the Black Phone as well. Um... Black Phone was a thing that happened. And the menu, I guess you could say, was a, it was a comedy horror movie, right? Yeah, I would I would say a lot of good horror uh, movies. Yeah, suspense, maybe not like true true horror, but it has like horror elements for sure. Like some of these other things. I mean, we we already talked at a, a bunch about both on this pod and on our on some of our other movie pods uh, about like horror having its moment. But like as we yeah. talk about the menu, there's a lot of like stretching what horror means and like kind of. I don't think it's new to kind of like blur genres, but I think yeah. it def there was a lot of fun to be had this year where like people were making yeah. funny horror or suspenseful horror or, you know, horror plus something else, you know, ma marrying I, horror to something else. I mean, I, I think the reason why I was like tentative to like just say the thing is I think Barbarian is far and away the best horror movie of the year. Like just classic horror. Uh, it do not look up anything about this movie before you go see it. Um, uh, it, it just... I had no idea what I was expecting to your point earlier about like the movies that you remember the most are the ones that were surprises. This, this is so good. It's such a surprising movie. It's so good. It is funny. Also terrifying and just incredible. So barbarian for me is the best horror movie of 2022. I cannot disagree. Yeah. Barbarian. Just see it. I think it's, yeah. I, I mean, HBO Max has been pulling a lot of things, but at some yeah, point, that's true. at some point, Barbarian. Yeah, you got to see all this stuff before the, the the streaming gods pull them all down <laughs> to avoid residuals into the ether. They're gonna pull yeah. them down into like hell or something. Uh, but for sure, I think Barbarian. 
I fully co-signed Grace. Please do not look anything up about this movie. Yeah. I hadn't even seen a trailer that I could remember anyway. And it was for sure one of the most uh, enjoyable experiences at the movies full stop for the entire year. Just like all in experience crowd wise, you know, yeah. uh, incredible incredible i'll give a shout out to the black phone i really liked it it's like uh totally my jam like this little like uh coming of it you know like uh stranger things meets horror not really strange things but um this sort of like group of kids who are gonna fight and it has by far my favorite piece of dialogue from 2022 which is where his sister says what the f jesus so good it's too good <laughs> more than once repeats jesus, it what twice. the f yeah, repeats so it twice so good. um yeah. This one, okay. So this next one, I think, and I think it's it's our it's our last uh, it's our last superlative, the most underrated movie. Now, this one, I think, hmm. is what we want to talk about. Hmm, most underrated movie. I'm gonna look at my list and think, what did people actually rate lower? It's hard. Than... Yeah, it's like it's like a two step process. Yeah. Um. Sundown was really good. Oh, that was technically a 2021 movie that I saw in January. I, I I do think to a degree after Sun is going to be very underrated. Like I don't think it's going to get a ton of love uh, uh, at the Oscars or anything. I just thought it was so good. It's like stuck with me so much. Yes. Um. It's just like quietly the most devastating movie I've ever watched in my life. Um. And so I do think that one. I also think. RRR. I don't think it's like underrated in a way, but I do think it's also not going to get like a super, uh, um, like a, a huge amount of attention mm -hmm. towards the end of the year. Um, and then I also think Bones and All might come in because I it also was like a beautiful movie that just like, yeah, friggin' is about cannibals. So like people are going to write it off, I think. So it's hard. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think, uh, like Prey is a movie that yeah. we liked, but I can't, yeah. that I wish more people had seen, but I think it did relatively well, was was both, was critically acclaimed and did, uh, well, it wasn't released in theaters, it was released on Hulu, but I think, you know, seemingly got a lot of uh, buzz, which is important, and viewership on Hulu, but I can't really say it was underrated, um, even though it was personally, for me, not, uh talked about enough i think after sun the people that saw from my experience the, the few people i know that did see it or that i read online saw it really liked it so i it's more like underseen for me yeah. personally than yeah. uh underrated oh, men i really liked men we did not cover it on the podcast but i really liked it i thought it was good i know that the final scene i think really like turned people off the movie I thought it was very good. Um, and so I think men is underrated. I think men are underrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That's the I take. also that's the take from yeah, Frig. I probably <laughs> also have I probably also have Halloween ends rated higher than most people would have had it as well. So I'll say that as well. Um, yeah. this is crazy. Am I about to say something crazy? Hold on, say let me it. Make sure. say it. Like, ambulance ambulance that's the one good. i was gonna say oh sorry stop no this is sorry. wonderful i'm so glad that happened yeah. this isn't like a stealing thunder thing this is hilarious yeah. you're making me feel safer yeah. to say this it's so fun i feel like this is this is like more accurately portraying what i would consider to be like underrated where it's like people i wouldn't say it bombed i think it did like fine if i if i'm remembering correctly it did like okay at the theaters it was something that i was not expecting to like back. at all yeah. let alone like and enjoy i had a blast watching this movie yeah. I, don't, I don't know that this movie is necessarily good but it is a good time at the movies if definitely one of one of the most underrated movies of the year michael bay just using drones and flying around la michael bay so is like fun. i need i made up all these transformers and they all yeah. evolve how am yeah. i gonna evolve oh new transformers movie next year filmmaker oh my god mm -hmm. I, I couldn't be any more excited about beast wow. wars wow like beast wars was a was a cartoon that i was heavily into as a child like mm -hmm. you know being having been exposed to transformers from the 80s and watching that and like several iterations after that and this lead up to beast wars at the time it was like 3d animation kind of computer cgi not when it wasn't really 3d at all mm -hmm. um 
I couldn't be more excited for that. But L.A. if or Ambu L.A. ants, yep. uh, if yep. if Beast Wars is as fun or as good as Ambulance, I that might be like my most underrated movie of 2023. I'm calling it now. Yeah. Um, don't sleep on the new Pinocchio on Netflix. I I really liked it, and the, I know this is like the third Pinocchio movie this year, so people are a little bit like, "What is going on?" Pinocchio out. It's Guillermo del Toro doing Pocono, uh, Pinocchio, Pinocchio, and it's pretty friggin' weird, and it's dark, and it's great. So just watch Pinocchio. I really want to so. see it because it's it's uh like as you identified, it's a Netflix movie that right now, uh, as you saw it, it's in theaters for like a limited release. Yes. They do that a lot, and I really I'm yes. trying to catch it because people are saying that they like it. It's My good. hesitation is what you said. Like ugh, I already sat through like the crappy the Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks one, but don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Is Tom Hanks the least valuable actor this year, even though it's not a superlative? He might actually be. I don't know. His character in Elvis and his character in Pinocchio. Pinocchio. But he has one more. He's also doing A Man Called Otto before the end of the year. year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's a Christmas uh, release movie. So I gotta be honest. Yeah. Trailer. I think it looks. Has me feeling. No, no, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah. The trailer has me feeling like this movie's going to be good or horrible like yeah it's like it, it's, it's a very slippery slope for this kind of movie for him i think the stakes are high <laughs> i i just i can't weird. believe like with people not going to the movies that someone's like this one we gotta put this in theaters we got yeah. called auto in theaters no, no, like, this no, feels so streaming we're pushing women <laughs> because men oh. came out this year we need to push women talking and we're gonna do oh, an auto god though. I'm so mad that women talking got pushed because it's now it's up against Babylon and uh, here in Canada will be up against the whale and oh god listen no. go see women, women talking though it's the so women good. talking are gonna get women and men talking I don't, and I, don't I think that's what they're banking on they're gonna be like what are women talking about oh it's and Whitney that. Houston the biopic and Avatar is still gonna be and of course biggest move of the year Puss in Boots the Last Wish. <laughs> Which actually, I think, was getting good reviews. So, <laughs> I'm apologies that we're probably not covering it. I was on whoever we brought on for. I don't even remember. We had a guest on for one of our pods, and we were talking about Puss in Boots, the character. Oh, I think it was you and I. Whatever. It was, at some point, we were talking about Zorro because back when like Movie Club was a thing, like I, I uh, talked about Zorro, and. Yes. Like somebody yes. thought that I thought that Puss in Boots like was an right. original character as opposed to Basins right. are. I'm right. aware of Puss in Boots. <laughs> well, this has really been on your I want to clear, clear the record. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I do apologize. A man called Otto got pushed to January 13th. Uh, uh, there's Thank a God. there's a horror movie coming out. Uh, I know this is just like we're just rambling now, but Skin Rink. Have you heard about Skin Rink, Ariel? No, not that I know of. Horror movie getting some interesting buzz because of what it, and it's these two children wake up in the middle of the night and all their doors and windows are missing and the TV's on playing uh, cartoons, I believe. And oh, so no, skin, the children, children entertain. Yeah. Um. So, th- but that's going to have to compete with on January 6th. Megan. M- M- three again. Meg three. Me three Gan. Me three Gan. Wow. Yeah. Mm, three again. I don't know. Three good. That's yeah. it. That's it. Mm, three speaking good. Speaking of horror, yeah, I don't want to talk about Megan. But speaking of horror, <laughs> speaking yeah. of horror, yeah. we got a new teaser for the next Scream sequel. Yes. Grace. Yes. I was watching the Survivor finale last night. Yes. At a bar. Yes. And the Scream teaser came on. Yes. And I was so sad that I couldn't hear it. I was oh, so no. sad. Scream six, baby. <laughs> Uh, I, I couldn't be any more excited to see Ghostface the killer on a train. Yeah. Uh, that's all I will say. City of Millions. No one hears you scream. Watch out. Ooh. <laughs> that's great. That should be the line. <laughs> that is. That is. That's, I, 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 sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Do, what else do we need to say about movies on the record right now? As we have our final chance. No fun. Fun movie year. Um, I think there's a lot. That I like, there's so many good movies, uh, and a lot of them I want. And I'm not a rewatcher. You know this about me. I don't really like to rewatch things. So You're the, the fact that I've watched. Yes, the fact that I've rewatched. Like I have. Should I, on the record, say the embarrassing amount of times I've seen Top Gun Maverick? Just once. Just once. Just one time. I'm pulling in you a, into the light. In, in perhaps the worst theater in Ontario, uh, little 
crummy theater uh, near where my parents live in Lindsay, Ontario. Uh, I do kind of love it. I do love it, but it's not like, you know, it's not, you know, not like right, it's IMAX. No IMAX. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I feel really bad that I've disparaged this uh, theater. No, no, uh, no. Um, but it's yeah. like, to your point, it's a little bit like. That's the one movie the, theater I've the, seen. The, the last yeah. theater that yeah. like that a movie like Top Gun is shot for and right. like made for in that right. sense. And I also there was kids for the first 20 minutes of the movie uh, making fart noises every time Tom Cruise spoke. So like, yeah, I've, I've only seen that movie once. Maybe I should watch it again. Maybe. Yeah. But you I know. mean, it's yeah. about to be streaming soon. And I gotta I tell you, yeah, even though I just watched it last week because they released it. Yeah. Yeah. The thought of being able to see it at home. I'm like, I might watch it. You know what? It's uh, uh, I recently traveled, uh, and boy, everybody was watching Top Gun Maverick on the airplane. Like, every you're on a plane, you're like, Am I flying am this plane? I, am I Maverick? <laughs> am I Maverick right now? Wow, December 22nd, oh streaming in the U.S. I'm just yeah. saying, yep, yeah, it's a good movie year, really good. I'm excited That's to tough. chat with more and more movies with you in 2023. It has yeah. been an incredible year in movies, like you said. Yeah. And I have been incredibly lucky to be able to podcast with you about all of them. Yeah. Do you know who played the planes show. in Top Gun Maverick? Did you know? Who How did I not notice this? Scarlett. Yeah. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. You get over here. Get out of that sky and come land that plane that you just became. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of recurring bits, if people have uh, more countdowns you want us to do, um, when the when the calendar slows down, we're not uh, pumping out like, Two, three pods a week. Seven pods we'll, a week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll try to do some more countdowns. Uh, uh, we'll try to theme them up, you know, um, based on uh, what's happening. We'll probably try to do it. Uh, you know, we'll try to do it in the pod we promised we'd do it. Apologies to Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> but Our no promises. Listener, yeah. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Um, yes. But before we close out, we want to remind everyone one last time about our audience survey. The link, again, is postshowrecaps.com slash survey2022. Every response is greatly appreciated, and we will pay attention, read them. They will help make Pusher Recaps the best place it can be because we can't do it without y'all. Uh, again, that's postshowrecaps.com slash survey2022. Grace, what else are you doing besides being on every single end of the year podcast oh yeah you know uh, uh so we wrapped up our 1899 coverage we're gonna head into a dark rewatch full spoilers for all of dark so exciting one episode a week um mm -hmm. yeah uh there's some stuff happening in uh january 2023 so keep an eye out there i have a few few pods um and then roll call over on rob is a podcast we play board games each month with perhaps personalities so we have an episode coming out um right after christmas january 27th we'll be playing a game over there so check that out check the replays on twitch and youtube i'm on twitter at high from grace what about you ariel incredible i am so excited to get into dark like you said the dark rewatch psr goes dark uh i am on twitter at that other ariel i am on letterbox at a r underscore f as in frank um what else am i wrapping up white lotus season two coverage uh we'll have mm -hmm. a season two wrap-up show uh featuring nicole sesternino that'll be released very shortly that was super exciting and fun and then we'll probably be a little a couple of other random uh, superlative uh, podcast things of White Lotus to wrap that up. That'll be super fun. And just covering movies with you, as always. So it's going to be fun. Uh, 2023. Cheers to 2023. Rest in peace to 2022. Uh, that's going to do it for us, our movies in review 2022. Make sure you're subscribed to the 2022 in review podcast series at pushrecaps.com slash 2022 in review as our look backs on the year, TV, and movies continue all through December. Until next time, bye bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.